0: Oh hey, welcome back to the Wednesday morning surf report, the podcast that answers tomorrow's questions today. I'm your host as always, Rick Larson, and I'm sitting in a very very squeaky chair. So if you pick, if we pick that up, I apologize. Um, I'm not coming to you from a haunted house. It's just the chair. Um, with me, as always, is our other host. Jeff Cardello. Jeff, how's everything going?
1: Um, pretty well. Just, uh, oh, is my microphone distorting? I hope not. Um, <laughs> I'm doing well, just kind of getting over, uh, a cold here. So I'm oh, a little bit wow. more nasally than usual. So my apology, my apologies to the listeners.
0: Oh, well, maybe you can end <gasps> the show with a cover of an Elvis Costello song. Yeah,
1: I will. But, yeah. I, I will. <laughs> Whatever that song he did on Saturday Night Live that everyone got mad about. Oh, yes, yes.
0: Is is it sad that I I know the exact song he was supposed to play and the song that he did play? I think that that's
1: a fact most people should know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, The the song that he did... Oh, actually, I'm blanking on the one that he was supposed to play, but he did play Radio Radio. And, uh... Oh, and... And he... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he was not asked back to on Saturday Night yeah. Live, I think, for many years, yeah. so if f- ever.
1: For our younger listeners, please check out that episode of SNL from yeah. 1974. Seven? Five, seven, I don't
0: I know. Want to say, I want to say, actually, it might even be like 78 or 79. Okay. Yeah. So
1: well, we'll save the rest of that first, for first the Costello go on, cast.
0: First go on Wikipedia and find out what the 1970s were. You'll be surprised. <laughs> They happened. They happened. It was a decade. Um, I was born during that decade. How do you like that? Um, Well, we have some guests tonight, some awesome, amazing guests. We have more improvisers. So we'll start to my immediate left and introduce Kayla Hansen. Hi. Hi. Kayla, what would you like? What's one thing you'd like the world to know about you?
2: Oh my goodness, um, I just ate a peanut butter and jelly bagel and it was really good.
0: That sounds good. Actually. So that's
2: like the one thing I can think of that's really important.
0: I had a coworker bring in bagels a week or so ago and uh, he doesn't like the sweet ones, which neither do I, so he brought in all like onion and, and uh, everything and, and all the... I don't
2: think I've ever had a sweet bagel. Do you yeah. consider, like, the raisin and cinnamon bagels, Oh, yeah, like yeah. those sweet? are sweet,
0: yeah. Um, but he thought, while he was getting the order filled, that, like, some people might like them. I guess I should get one or two. So they threw a blueberry bagel into oh, the bag yeah. with the onion ones. And, and he also got, like, not just the cream cheese that's lox-flavored, but, like, a plate of salmon for people to, like... Chop wow. off a hunk of salmon and put it on the bagel, which oh, yeah. I did, and I was was pretty great. Um, but our boss came and took a, the blueberry bagel and put some cream cheese on it, and said, "Hmm, this tastes like onions."
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so that
0: was a thing that happened. Nice. And let's introduce our other guest, also an improviser. And another amazing person. Everyone say hello to Meredith Howell.
3: What uh
0: what's happening?
3: You know, just sitting here in this haunted mansion.
0: In this <laughs> spooky, spooky haunted mansion. Yeah, Rick's
3: lying to you yeah. all. Yeah. I hope you know. They're and uh they're uh they're caught.
0: I I left out part of Meredith's bio. She is actually a ghost.
3: <laughs> yep. yep, it's I, true.
0: I, so what's one other fact that you would like the world to know about you, other than that you died on a stormy night, yeah. much like tonight?
3: Much like tonight in 1975, okay. maybe it was 78, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, it could be. Um, it's on Wikipedia. Yeah, it Under is. the 70s. Yeah, Meredith okay. the Ghost. Yeah. Um, let's see, one fact would probably be that like, I'm so fun. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just need the world to know. We we,
0: we welcome fun. I like it. Yes. (laughs) And I love subjective facts. They're the best. (laughs) Subjective. Subjective Indeed, subjective.
3: Like it's so positive too. Well, it's just we have to believe these things about ourselves. No. Or no no one one else will believe them. The more true it is. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> the more you tell people about the bagel you ate, the more true it is. <laughs> exactly. The more, I can't deny it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So you, where do you fall on the sweet bagel versus... Uh,
3: I was thinking, and I was like... like how, savory
0: bagel. Right. Like, How do I feel
3: about that? And I just recently had locks on okay. a bagel, and it was great.
0: Yeah, it's, it's and amazing. And I was like,
3: how the hell have I never had uh-huh. this before? Um, but, you know... A cinnamon raisin bagel. There's something to be said for it. Yeah, okay. with butter, like that's pretty solid toasted. Like, hello world. Yeah. yeah. But I'll always lean more towards like an onion bagel. <clears throat> I yeah, put salsa uh, on my bagels.
0: That's pretty great. Yeah, that's good.
2: Huh. Yeah, at my work because uh-huh. um, sometimes I'll I'll accidentally um, c- drop a bagel right on the counter, and then and I can't know. sell it. Oh, right, right. And so I'll put salsa on it and it's like a it's like a bruschetta oh,
0: yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> have you ever had an egg bagel
2: i don't eat eggs mm-hmm.
3: but i've never even when i did eat eggs mm-hmm. i
2: never i don't think i ever they're, did that
0: they're pretty great <clears throat> they,
3: they are, are yeah. i mean bagels are pretty wonderful i just mm. get caught up in the fact that it's like a useless food like it's just like so many carbs mm-hmm. that like still i'm like in half an hour i'm so hungry so, like, I'll eat a bagel. I'll eat the mm-hmm. shit out of a bagel. But like, it's then like I'm, ten pieces of mm. bread. Yeah, but I want, like, ten bagels. I feel like yeah.
0: that, that would be an amazing thing to put on, like, the wrapper. The <laughs> yeah, eat, eat the, the shit, shit out of this bagel.
1: <laughs> and that's the deal so, with bagels. Yeah. Bagel. <laughs> special bonus episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of that, um, the real reason you all came here tonight is to answer a question. So we're going to pick our hot-button topic that is uh, another controversy tearing up the nation, <coughs> and uh, Kayla's selecting it right now, and she's making a face that she wants to put that one back and get a different one. No, no, <laughs> she loves it. She loves it. Well, enough suspense. What is our question this week?
2: What's the deal with adulthood? Whoa. Oh
0: my god. What is the deal? Yeah, what? let's unpack that. Everybody What's just unpacked? dropped yeah. their.
2: This I mean, whatever they were holding.
1: I mean, this is episode 19, and we're just now diving into what being an adult is oh, all
0: about. Yeah, that's so great.
3: <laughs> it's so funny that this question has arise because. I was talking to someone like yesterday Mm. and I was like, I feel like adulthood is like this con that everyone plays on each other. Like when you've made it, you have your car and your job. But like, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's you still don't know what you're doing, yeah. like, at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had, like, a lot of job interviews lately, and I feel like a complete imposter. Like, <laughs> like I go in there with, like, you know, a tie-on, and I do my Jeff at a job interview character, which I, oh, yeah. I don't know if it's working. I haven't gotten a job yet. But it's like, oh, like, don't you know, interview person, that, like, I'm a complete fraud? Like...
3: Well, and everyone is. It's just some people are better at lying yeah. about it. Well,
2: my favorite thing is, I work at a coffee shop. I think I said that. And um, all of the adult people with these adult jobs that come in are useless babies. They don't know anything. That we have to. Like, I have to like walk them through all the steps and like mm-hmm. just like navigating yeah. the simplest things. And they just like. I just don't understand how they function in the
3: world.
1: Yeah, like, why don't you have frappuccinos? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly.
3: (laughs) Or you work with children, and they say, like, really funny and inappropriate things, and all you want to do is laugh, but everyone's telling Mm -hmm. you you can't because you're the adult in the room. Yeah. I'm like, why can't this be funny? Why is it because it comes from a child's mouth that it's now inappropriate? It's not fair.
0: No, No. I would definitely... Definitely agree, um I do remember the first time I ever made a teacher laugh though <laughs> um, it was in sixth or seventh grade. I went to a school where like it was an elementary school that went to like eighth or ninth grade, so um we were just at that in that year kind of flirting with the idea of switching classes, so I think we had a better math teacher, and one of the other teachers was a better. History teacher, so we would go to their 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 room for for history, and this other class would go come to our room for for math. And man, the story is taking way longer than <laughs> the punchline is going to be worth. But uh, it was a defining moment in my young life. Um, so and you know we would go and sit at somebody else's desk for an hour, and then come back. And apparently one day some kid like his favorite pencil or an eraser or some item of minor value was stolen and the teacher he noticed it while the teacher was full on deep into lecturing about something else. So he interrupted her to ask hey Miss Johnson who sits at my desk? To which I piped up and said (laughs) you do. (laughs) And And then he's like no asshole the other kid. But (laughs) <laughs> he probably would have, but I actually made my teacher completely, like, lose composure. And that was really the point of the story, was as funny as it may or may not be, like, 30 years later, it was hilarious that day. And I felt like I had just, like, won the spelling bee or something. Well,
3: I feel like that was my whole childhood, was, like, trying to get adults to, like, laugh at me, mm-hmm. and, like... Approve of my nonsense, and like most of the time, it failed. Oh sure, sure. Like miserably, but yeah, like those moments where I'm like, I'm doing it because most
0: adults were pretty miserable, and probably I mean they still are. Yeah,
3: I think I mean being an adult
2: is like the worst. I'm a fake adult for sure. Oh yeah, I'm like expand on that. I'm 25, and I Uh um I really like Justin Bieber and. My parents, um, mm-hmm. they still give me money when I beg for it, and <laughs> and you know I I'm wearing platform shoes with glitter on them, oh. so I'm a fake adult.
1: Okay,
0: that doesn't necessarily <laughs> go away. The part of oh, many parts of that that can go
1: on for many years.
0: I I,
2: I plan on that. I plan on
0: for <laughs> <days>. now <laughs> in my adult life actually make significantly more money than my mother does but she does not feel comfortable with like me buying her dinner or lunch or something like that mm. and so like i'll have to stop her we'll go somewhere and she'll be like no i got it i already paid
1: so, <laughs> all right
0: oh cool.
1: i see yeah yeah i love moms no
0: um, um. moms are pretty amazing <laughs>
1: So, I mean, have any of you ever had that, like, defining moment of realizing you're an adult? Mm. Like, being like, wait, I'm a grown-up.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: When I died back in 1978, I was
0: like, this is it.
3: This is... This is... And then... This is adulthood. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dying. (laughs) Dying. And then you were
1: reincarnated... Right. Okay. Into a ghost. Into a ghost. Yeah. I feel like, for me understanding how health insurance works was my, like, defining moment. Oh, yeah. Because before yeah. I would, like, ask my parents, were are, they're retired medical professionals. I would always ask them, but now I actually kind of get it. Like, doing my taxes for the first time on my own, I'm like, wait, I'm, I'm a grown-up. This is some grown-up stuff. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, I still haven't done any of that. Yeah. Maybe I'm still... I agree with
3: I agree with that. Like the <laughs> like the forms and the numbers and the checking mm-hmm. of boxes yeah. and like yeah, like making all of those choices on your yeah. own does yeah. feel very adult. Yeah. Yeah.
1: contributing right. to a retirement fund. Oh my,
3: <sighs> that's
2: scary. It is
0: scary. It's, it's like terrifying. The, the
2: foreseeable future of your demise. I will
0: say, much scarier though is like being in your early forties. And realizing that you haven't hardly saved anything for your retirement, <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm just waiting for like that comet to wipe us all out. Like, see, I I didn't need to yeah this to was, save yeah,
3: yeah right like
1: we're I should be like hoarding water and ammunition, like not worrying about retirement.
3: Right. Well, I mean, think about like, <laughs> have you guys seen the show Mr. Robot? in the USA it's incredible it's about this hacker dude but like to think that like someone could just like erase all of the debt or all of the money like all of the records of money it's like to think you could do all that work potentially and one day it could just be boom erased for what like you're old Mm -hmm. you're retired I don't know I
0: always think about though like the people who like prep for the end of the world and stuff like that and I wonder just like someday are they gonna walk out into their front yard and realize like it didn't end <laughs> what an asshole I've been just now society still imperfect but it still kind of keeps going I
2: mean um. Y2K was kind of like that happened and oh, yeah, yeah. I lived in Hawaii during that time and um, everyone stocked up on rice it was like very interesting. They, interesting. They it was interesting. They like bought tons of like I would go go to Costco with my mom and they, people were just buying bags and bags of rice. That's all I remember.
0: You can still to this day at Costco buy a bucket, like a survival bucket, <laughs> is what it's called, and it's like here's food for four people for four yeah. months or something in a bucket. I thought
3: it was just an empty bucket. And oh, I was like, yeah. how would that help you survive? <laughs> I am mean, a moron. Well, I think Walking Dead has people all like, you know, end of the world apocalypsed out. I feel like media is really affecting that whole thing. Like, yeah. Last year for Christmas, my mom gave me a machete. Oh my goodness. And I was like, why would I want this? And she's like, in case of the apocalypse.
0: <laughs> or suppose somebody brings you a coconut. <laughs> I was like, no. What the hell? You have to be prepared for apocalypses and coconuts. Yeah. yeah. Totally. But yeah, I, I mean, I would be very
1: underprepared for the apocalypse. Like, I have, like, a dull knife that I bought at Goodwill for defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I, d- <laughs> I have, like, some expired um, spices that are two to three years old uh, in my cupboard. Um, so yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do very well. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I have um, I have a spaghetti squash, and I have um, some pasta sauce that I left out overnight last week. hmm so that's what I have for the end okay. of the world. I
3: just don't I, have the will to live in an a like no. post apocalyptic yeah. world. Like I'd be like, All right, zombies or whatever. Yeah. I'm out. It's like, like
1: this this life we're living right now is stressful enough. Now I have to worry about yeah. food, water, bandits, yeah. radiation.
2: That's no, I'm not no I can't deal with that. Like yeah. I'm not gonna have internet. Yeah, I'm not no gonna, Instagram. There's not gonna be Counting internet, out. no yeah. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Don't plan on it.
0: I wonder wonder how many people will, like, continue posting to Instagram after the apocalypse. Like, here's my picture of the mushroom cloud. Hashtag no filter. (laughs) I mean, people's food pics would get really different. Like, it would be like
1: a picture of, like, a dead squirrel. Like, oh, hey. Nom, nom, nom. I wonder how
2: good people would get at, like, all the organic farming. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like this the sense of, you know, going back to the the natural way yeah. is so popular, like I feel like people would be really
3: stoked on it.
2: No, Rewilding. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah.
3: <laughs> I just I yeah, that, that just that drive in me isn't there. It's not, no I'm
2: not. So
0: here's a free idea for any aspiring filmmakers in the audience. I actually was just thinking about this today. Is nobody's <laughs> made like the zombie apocalypse movie? Where the small band of people is like trapped and surrounded by them for months and months, and eventually they run out of food. And of course, what happens to small bands of people when they run out of food?: Well, They, eat each other. they have to resort to cannibalism. Yeah. So now, who's, who's, the, the, who's the real monster?: Yeah, okay, I like uh, it. it. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds gory. Yeah It's like brutal. Are you guys into scary movies?
1: I, haven't a pre like I can't watch the new scary movies. Like I have, like major sleep problems. So watching scary movie like, it's not a good thing for me. (laughs) But I mean, I like some classic scary movies. But like Saw and all those, that's Uh just
0: like I cannot do it. I I I can agree with you there. And my wife really likes scary movies, but she likes like the ethereal haunted house kind of spooky monster there's not like yeah not some like classic monsters yeah. yeah
3: we're pretty classic like some
0: werewolves mummies, I yeah. will say even from that from even from that vantage point, one of the things for me about horror movies is I feel kind of claustrophobic is maybe not the right word, but mm-hmm. You know exactly what the tone and the mood. You, you, mm-hmm. you. I mean, you might be surprised by a cat jumping out of a cupboard, or you know, oh, the, but you, even that. Like they telegraph. Like it's, all of a sudden, it's quiet. Something's gonna jump out pretty soon. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. But
0: I feel like with with comedies or other genres, you can. There's such a broader palette that you can play with that it mm-hmm. seems. More interesting to me.
1: Yeah,
2: I really like sad movies.
0: No, oh, me too. Me too.
2: Like, like what? I watched the Skeleton Twins like a few months ago. I, I really watch,
1: liked no. it. I did. watched that. That was super depressing. I was, it was super
2: sad during it, but I loved it. <laughs> Like I was like really depressed yeah. after I watched it, but in a good yeah. way.
1: Yeah, Bill Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig are like oh. A oh. brother and sister. Of both and of them. Oh, okay. There's a theme of suicide yeah. going on and yeah. unhealthy relationships. I
0: thought it was an Olsen twins movie.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. 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 Well. Oh.
0: That was the, that, that might that be the zing the, of the episode. That was the sad joke. That that was, was so sad. But I'm I'm kind of sad that I said it. Yeah. Um. Yeah,
3: actually, Kristen Wiig doesn't listen to this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: no. Like, really, Rick, Pretty Rick. amazing. Rick. Yeah. yeah, she really is.
1: Yeah, the last really su- sad movie I saw was uh, Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. Um, Have any of you seen that? I haven't. Uh, no. Okay. Well, it's. I had some reservations while watching it, but mm-hmm. at the end, and I'm I am not a man who cries easily, but like there were like tears. I was like, what is this strange moisture? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a good sad movie. I don't know. I tend to go more for the sad music than the sad oh, movies. My
2: f- yes. Sad music. I, on my Tinder profile, I have it listed that I really like sad music. Uh-huh. Just so I attract like the right kind of guy. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. Oh, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know,
2: I really want to attract a really depressed person.
1: Okay. Well, you'll find a lot on Tinder. Right <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> so-
0: <laughs> um.
2: Am I weird for not I think liking I, feeling sad? I think, I, think you know. that's a, I think that's a healthy thing. Oh. Well. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: No, I think it's good to not be sad all the time. Um, yeah.
0: But I think some... As we learned from the film Inside Out... <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Which do, I recently saw. I have, I have now seen it four times. I yeah. have not seen and it And we yet. haven't even unwrapped the DVD that we bought. Okay. I've seen it four times in a movie theater it's
1: good it's worth it's worth seeing like yeah. I yeah. hadn't seen a Pixar film for a while so yeah and the sadness character like um
3: she pulls through
1: she pulls through we need sadness we do evidently we need it
2: I still haven't seen that movie As someone with <gasps> filled with feelings I still have not seen that movie
0: I dressed as sadness for Halloween so uh,
3: that's
0: pretty that's, great yeah it was. that's awesome it was fun it was a lot of fun um but uh, yeah, oh go ahead. I was gonna say my favorite sad movie, maybe of all times, is probably Harold and Maude. Okay, so no. Uh... Well, I don't know why all my references are to the seventies. <laughs> I know. But uh, I it think stands the test of time. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, I
3: think mine is a Walk to Remember. <laughs> okay, but I was like straight up like thirteen. Oh, when she yeah. told Landon that she was sick. That was Do you know what I'm
2: talking about, right? I've seen I haven't seen that movie in a really long time. Yeah, me either. It's definitely not my favorite. No. I really like the movie so. Keith. About weed? And no, it, it's called Keith. Oh, it's Keith. Keith. Yeah. Keith. The Chief was, Keith. I thought you said biopic. Keith. Keith. Oh. Got it. It has Jesse McCartney in it. It's kind of a terrible movie, but it's sad and I always cry.
1: I, cr- I cry at music documentaries um, <laughs> oh yeah yeah
2: always like the good ones are always so sad
1: yeah like where i don't know like the devil and daniel johnson that's exactly uh, the one i was thinking like how supportive his par- like just the love his parents have for him oh, and yeah. like yeah that makes me tear up um that movie is amazing yeah yeah
2: yeah,
0: definitely worth checking. Someone out. about Towns Van Sant that was pretty oh. powerful.
2: The Elliot Smith documentary was really good. Oh, bet. The, I haven't seen it yet? Um, I can't remember the name of it now that I think of it. But oh, it
1: came out. It was it's like maybe recent. six months ago.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, see you in heaven. I think. Okay. Heaven Ador- Heaven adores you is what it's called. Uh-huh. And I was a mess during that movie.
0: there was an Amy Winehouse one that came out oh, a yeah. few months ago that I really wanted to see. I haven't gotten around to seeing it yet.
3: But isn't it interesting that like we turn to those things in adulthood and are like, oh, how can I feel my feelings without thinking about my
1: problems? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, no, that is. I definitely way.
3: turned to those things as a, as
1: a child.
2: Yeah. I was definitely 12 and reading all these sad memoirs. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I just have a lot to remember as a kid. That was just really, really hit home. Big Mandy Moore fan
0: as a child. Oh, okay.
3: You know, you guys didn't feel that feeling?
0: (laughs) I don't know. I feel like... I don't know if it was that one. Because aren't all of those Nicholas Sparks movies, like, the same thing? Like, uh... Girl, somebody, a girl dies and then a boy is sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That genre that's, of movie. That's his, yeah. Which, me, or the dying girl. That's what, of, uh, that's what it says <laughs> on the, on the <laughs> Netflix categories as you're scrolling on. You watch that one and then it has a category that says, a girl dies and a boy is sad. <laughs> yeah.
3: And the boy loves her forever.
2: <laughs> he never. girls g- love that shit. He, yeah, yeah, so yeah, we want to be loved forever and forever. ever. Okay. <laughs> never forgotten.
3: But do we, though? Like, I feel like that's a question I've, like, been asking myself in adulthood is, like, how do I feel about marriage? Like, where does that sit with me? And, mm-hmm. like, I feel weird for not feeling what everyone else is, like, thinking and doing, whether, like, want to get married and want to be with one person forever and I'm like how do you people know that what am I missing yeah I feel like I won't know until I know
2: I'm trying not to rush my feeling that's on kind that
0: of, yeah that's kind of one of those things that you're like oh all of a sudden it's 17 years later I guess this is <laughs> <laughs> 17, guess. Right. 17 years wow yeah. really wow yeah that's a
2: that's a that is a driver's that's, license age.
0: Exactly, yeah, <laughs> and a year. Yeah, actually. Um, that is senior year. Our son well. is pestering us to get his driver's <laughs> license, so yeah, well, that's. That's
3: pretty amazing.
2: That's
0: that's yeah. that'll make you feel like an adult right there. You, yeah, getting having, getting yeah. married. Having to teach someone else to drive, is probably the most anxiety-inducing thing I've like. It. I, I I just can't can't function. I don't know how yeah. how uh, well my parents didn't teach me to drive. I went off and learned on my own. <coughs> so now to try to teach somebody else was just like oh, yeah. I would freak out, and I couldn't be in the car. And it's weird. It's weird.
2: Yeah, I feel like I'm more interested in having kids than I am like getting married. Ooh, <sighs> like in future, like long ways from now but i have more of a drive Mm -hmm. to have kids than
1: yeah and i mean it seems like um a lot of women have the resources and and whatever to to do that on their own Mm -hmm. like i have a good friend who lives in austin who um like nothing had worked out relationship wise so she's just like screw it i'm i'm gonna get well not screw it, but she got you know artificial insemination and all that. and oh, okay. now has a beautiful kid. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome.
3: Well, I will say, uh, Louis C.K. said a quote that has like sat with me. That he was like, "When I had a kid, like I became less anxious and less sad because it just wasn't about me anymore." Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. like, And I was like, "That's like that makes sense to me," and like I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, Correct. yeah.
3: Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, but I'm so selfish. Like, how would this work? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it would be nice if people could work that out before they have kids. Because yeah. I know plenty of people who have had children and didn't have the realization that it was no longer all about them. Right. And they're miserable and their kids are miserable. Right. Mm-hmm, but
3: mm-hmm.
1: it's mm-hmm. it is
0: definitely... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one of those it's a nice feeling when you can be like I'm gonna I'm gonna do this because this is what this kid wants or, like you don't yeah. you don't
3: even have the option to like go through all the options in your mind and be like what is mm-hmm. the best one it's like nope like this is what I have to do yeah, yeah. yeah. and execute
0: I can't uh, I can't go to this weekend long rave because right yeah, because you know, I have this infant but so, and, and then you realize like, oh well this was fun, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh,
3: I, I love my child.
0: <laughs> yeah, I used to, um, when my boys were little, I've done this with my daughter a few times, too, but um, it, it, she they were slightly older, so maybe like six or seven, to just, like, hey, guys, let's go to the mall and then just kind of follow them and, like, not rush them through, like, we have to do this and we have to do that and we have to be home by two, but just, like... Let's go look at stuff, guys, and let them mm-hmm. kind of set the pace. And That's
3: pretty cool. Yeah,
0: that was fun. Yeah.
3: I wish more people approached parenting like that, like, oh, try to discover the world, and I'm just going to hang back, and like, if you need me, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Instead of like, do this, do that, do this. Because then you get to adulthood, and you're like, well, what am I supposed to do? No one's uh, yeah. telling yeah. me how to live my life anymore.
1: Tricky. And we would never tell you how to live your lives, but we're gonna take a bit of a break. <laughs> All right, we're back from be- back from break and back to the subject of adulthood. 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 Whoa. <laughs> well. it's stressful. It's a lot different than I thought it would be as a kid. Yeah. Like yeah. as a kid, I env- like I envisioned myself being an actual adult like Mm -hmm. like an adult like my parents and that (laughs) has not happened
0: I don't know about you guys was that your experience as well like you envisioned being an adult because I can honestly say I never really like I don't know what I thought was gonna happen to me but like I remember Uh being 15 and just thinking, like, probably not going to live past, like, 20 or 21. <laughs> I yeah. don't know why. Really? Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I, I didn't live a dangerous yeah. lifestyle <laughs> or or well, anything like that. It's just, I, like, when I hit it, I, you, there's always that feeling of, like, oh, I didn't think this would come this soon. But because now, like, when I turned 40, I'm like, oh, I didn't expect this to come so soon. But I, I had kind of come, gotten used to the fact that I was going to live.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think growing up in the 80s, there was so much about, like, nuclear annihilation. Well,
0: this is true. Yeah, it's, oh,
1: like, wow. it's like, screw it. The Russians are just going to nuke that, us. And that, yeah. Or actually, we're going to have a Red Dawn situation. That,
0: yeah, that very well may have been it. Like, there's, there's no way the, the... So now I think about all these people with their, um, like doomsday predictions or or just like society is falling apart it's it's so much uh it's so much worse than it used to be, and it's like I don't really think you're paying attention if i mean
3: just looking at they want to look at you know yeah, people want to be scared, like people want to hate what's going on, and like there's some terrible shit going oh, yeah, sure, on no sure. doubt, but like. I don't
1: know. Yeah, there's yeah, there's always been terrible yeah. stuff happening. Yeah. But yeah, unfortunately,
0: like, World War II doesn't seem that scary to us now because it's all resolved and worked out, and and mm-hmm. we don't have yeah. to we don't have to worry about it. Although, I mean, there are still effects of it, but we don't know how you know what's really going to happen next week, and yeah. that's terrifying. Yeah. Even if even if it's not as bad. As, you know, 1939, in our subjective minds, we're more focused on the problems that we have to deal with than... Right, like, I feel
3: like... Because, like, my history teacher always used to say, like, if you're not enraged, you're not paying attention. And, like, I agree, like, there's a lot going on, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, but what if I don't want to be enraged? Like, what if I just want to live in my own little Meredith bubble and, like, Mm -hmm. just live my own little life and, like, figure out how to make Mm -hmm. things work and just never think about the world's problems. Like, Mm -hmm. that's so selfish of me, but, like, that's the only way I can seem to be okay.
2: Yeah, I used to do a lot of activism. Like, when I was, um, like... I moved out of my parents' house when I graduated high school and I moved to Portland, Oregon, where I did a lot okay. of, like, animal rights and activism and, like, social justice work for, like, three years, about. And it's impor- – I think it's super important, but it takes a special person. Uh-huh. And they got really jaded really fast. And, um, you know, I did, like, the whole, like, um, direct action type stuff. Like, not – like some illegal things, but mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we won't talk
1: about uh, freeing all those monkeys. from I that didn't lab. do that. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> um,
2: I uh, I I just like walked down in front of a research lab, but oh. um, it does take. It's like it takes a really special like a special person to really invest mm-hmm. a lot of time. And I still think it's like super important. I do get really mad at a lot of stuff, but I think that like the like anxiety that I already feel about like the immediate my immediate life like I don't have like the
1: any anxiety left over I to, don't have any
0: yeah.
2: anxiety left over to like commit any more of my time and energy into like all that
3: work that I was putting in when I was younger I just feel so inept to even approach a situation that I'm like I'm just better off here in my mind daydreaming about mm-hmm. you know life (laughs) is that dumb
1: (laughs) i mean i think that's one way to not go insane um yeah like i don't have tv in my apartment um my parents live in town i'll go to their house and watch tv my dad likes to watch a lot of fox news um fun yeah so like i'll watch it but it just makes me feel horrible it's like oh my god like i want to just uh Go back to my apartment and put on, like, some dumb record and not think about the world.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard. Yeah, it is. And then you think about, like, why? I don't know. It's And then, like, yeah, like, how... I mean, have you seen Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal about, like, news reporting? Oh, oh, I'm, I'm yeah, familiar yeah. with I haven't I have seen singer, that. Yeah. You know? And you're like, oh, this is all, like, orchestrated and, like... Very much produced to like install, like instill fear in the public. And I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, I just, I don't know.
1: Yeah. And I think like Fox News does a good job of, yeah. I mean, mostly o- older, elderly white people watch it who don't really have anything to worry about. So it's like, let's push all these buttons over and mm-hmm. over. Let's go say yeah. some. Yeah. Crazy inflammatory thing about Muslims, so my dad can have something to be mad about. Like, yeah. <laughs> I
2: just, yeah, I just can't. I used to get really angry at Fox News, especially when I was like in high school and middle school when I lived with my parents because my dad loves it. And I was mm-hmm. like all about fighting the man, like so punk rock in high school. And just now I'm just like, you know what? You're going to watch it. And you're gonna believe it, Mm -hmm. and you're gonna live in your world, and you're gonna be delusional. But you are also going to die off pretty soon. (laughs) Your your generation is going, and it's it's sad and it sucks. But it's like there's no changing their mind; they are set, they're dead set.
3: Well, isn't that interesting? Like. Everyone grows up hoping that they, like, don't become their parents, I feel like. Unless you have, like, great parents. But, like, I am for sure, like... And I love my parents. You know, they're good people. But I'm like, I can't do this version of adulthood. Uh, Yeah. That's
0: definitely, I think, an adulthood moment when you, like, realize, like, oh, they were just people. And... Yeah. They were wrong about a lot of things. But... Yeah. They weren't, like, malicious overlords of the universe. Like, they seemed... When you were when you were ten, yeah. Yeah.
1: and it's like I th- like my parents are great, but I I think of the way that they were raised by their parents when there was even like less care or no, know, <laughs> or knowing yeah. how to take care of kids, and it's like amazing that they are who they right. are. Like
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, when I see like how my my mom reacts to how she talks about how my grandma raised her, like, she has this radical different, like, perspective. Mm-hmm. And then when I think about the way that I'm going to raise my children, if I have children, I have this different perspective and it's just, you keep altering. But I still, like, I love my parents. I love my mom. And I want to keep some stuff around, but there's also a lot of things I'm like, oh man, I just, like, I don't think I want to live in the suburbs. I don't think I want to, you know, yeah, do be things. Yeah.
1: I mean I used to be more anti suburb, um, before I just kinda of came to the realization of like you create your own like little space or world within yeah. that. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was very anti-suburb for a very long time. And I'm like, oh yeah, you have a house in the suburbs. You just fill it with all your weird stuff, and you can be weird. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> no, that's definitely.
1: I was just well, I definitely true.
3: Well, I think that works for an introvert too, because like, oh yeah, yeah, you're like in your own <laughs> little bubble, and you're like, oh, I just need my bubble to be weird. Whereas I'm like, oh no, I want like everyone around uh, and okay. everything to be cool, and like I want to mm. yeah. meet weirdos. Uh, okay. and
2: I- talk to my mom about it now she was like oh yeah i wish we never did that like looking back on it i wish we lived in the city and <laughs> i'm just like oh thanks i lived a boring life <laughs>
3: <laughs> i appreciated the suburbs as a child you know like i loved always feeling safe like i thought mm. i mean i never even really thought about the suburbs as a kid but yeah but now that i see like Yeah, like, kids walking out of Central High School, like, getting on the light rail. I'm like, that's dope. Like, that's cool. They got to, like, go to, they get to go to Lux? Yeah, yeah. And they're 15?
2: Yeah. The place, the cool place I got to go was, like, Subway after school. Like, sometimes I would skip school and go to Burger King. Taco Bell was our place.
1: Round table pizza.
3: Wow. Throwback. Yeah, throwing it back.
0: (laughs) We had a place called Pizza Mart really that was uh, yeah there's is still actually one in like mesa or something and it was i i still remember to this day a large pepperoni pizza was $3.75
3: <laughs>
0: now i definitely feel like that when i was a kid candy cost a nickel but it <laughs> right. was it was still really really cheap for even for that time and they had video games in the back it was like the classic Set up a big screen TV oh, wow. when that was like not something that everyone had to have in their house, yeah. regardless with, like, of how the, big their house is.
1: Was it like the projector one with like the three different lights?
0: I don't think so. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was one before that. But I do remember. how oh, I remember we got from one of our neighbors was getting rid of a big screen TV that was like the giant, like six thousand pound box. And this yeah. was like long after that was even a thing and I remember we got it and like the sound gave out on it right away so we had to like hook something else up to to hear and then it was our garage tv for like two years
3: garage Um, tv yeah we had a
0: (laughs) we had a a giant not antique but an older model big screen tv in our garage and then one day it just never turned on again
3: (laughs) that's
0: sad yeah yeah Everyone feels sad for the TV.
1: Have you ever been to Organ Stop Pizza?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: I've heard of it. Yeah, it's. I guess it's in Mesa. They have a huge. Is it an automated organ? It's oh, a.
0: Right. It's a pipe organ, pipe but they, organ. they have a. They have a dude playing it. Oh. And. Uh, and and they have bubble machines. Okay. And, uh, oh
2: my gosh! I've never heard of this
1: place. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're plugging it right now. Uh, yeah. Go support yeah. Organ Stop Pizza, and they're beautiful um it's like machine. it's like, <laughs> it's,
0: like the, it's like the place you would take your aunt when they came into town okay
2: i love like how excited like middle age like older people sorry get <laughs> <laughs> I did, uh, uh, I did, yeah. when like you take them somewhere like a little quirky or like a little hip and they get mm. so excited yeah about like how in like how cool it is yeah.
1: or like taking I remember when I took my parents like Indian food and they're like oh this is so good.
0: Yeah. Oh wow. wow. So it's like
2: a th- like my parents live in San Diego right now mm-hmm. and there's like a Thai restaurant just downtown San Diego and I've been to mm-hmm. it and it's just a regular Thai restaurant and my mom is obsessed with it. She wants to take me there every time I visit and I'm just like mom it's Thai food and she's like oh but it's the best Thai it's so cool they have green walls (laughs) (laughs) she's like the the waiters are dressed so nice I'm just like you're so excited about Thai food right now uh,
0: I took my daughter to Thai food um, maybe two three months ago and it was a nice nice place but they had like, you know, cloth napkins and stuff on and so um we went we went there for lunch and then went and met my wife later on and my daughter was just telling her We went to the fanciest <laughs> restaurant <laughs> She was just so impressed by this By this Thai restaurant. It was funny.
3: Well, like, that's, like, the first time you take a taxi, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I remember, like, our car was acting weird, and we had to go to the bowling alley for some reason. And so we called a taxi, which, you know, you have to call them. They come, whatever. It's not like New York. And I was like, we're in a taxi. (laughs) This is cool. But it was, like, maroon. Yeah. (laughs) The seats were, like, brown leather. It was very strange. But, like, yeah, like, just those moments as a kid were, like, this is cool. Yeah. This yeah. is interesting. I'm
2: doing a cool thing. And then you become an adult and you're like, I hate this. I I still, I
0: still remember. I, 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 I have carried that on way too far into my adult life, but I can remember being a teenager, the first time I saw like steam coming up through the grate in the street, I was like, that's like what happens on TV. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was 16 when that happened. I was not a, a little kid seeing that. Um,
3: there's people down there—gremlins, goblins.
1: I,
0: I was obsessed with super old movies, like from the 30s, and I've talked about this on the show before—the my love of really old movies like that. But I don't know if I've talked about this. I always, as a kid, wanted one of those Murphy beds that folds up oh, into the my wall. Gosh. Really? And, and I remember my dad saying, like, you know, you can't really like <laughs> throw because they always get stuck in them. Yeah. He's like, if that really happened, you would die. <laughs>
3: You're like stop it, Dad! No, I wanna. <laughs> I wanna go on the ride of my life.
0: Yeah. Um, and we have a pretty small backyard, so our first lawnmower that we bought was one of those non-powered ones with like. The well, those t-
1: pterodactyl. Uh, power yeah, ones. It, was t- it was a pterodactyl. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then he would get to the end of the yard, and he would sit down and go, "Ha! Ah, it's a living." <laughs> no, it was uh, the the wheelie kind that just.
1: Yeah, one of yeah, those hand mower like Yeah, things. Yeah,
0: which I was like, I didn't even know they still made these. But now I, I'm... Yeah,
1: I'm, I, ro- I rocked one of those yeah, uh, yeah. quite a few times. It uh,
0: It definitely teaches you to cut your grass frequently because it's mm. a lot of work to push one of those things when the grass is even just a little bit tall. You really get an upper body workout. Your- yeah,
3: and see, all this technology is just making us lazy adults. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have so much problem. And that's Maybe that's why we have so many problems. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think if,
0: that's, I think that, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Electric lawnmowers are the source yeah. of all problems. Yeah. My parents
3: had um, gardeners come uh, to their house. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, so. Well, my dad that's, was just a genius and was well, like, we, why would I put grass in our yard?
0: Okay. We kind of do that now. Too. Yeah. So, <laughs> we dad. don't have much grass. We have gravel in the front which the front is like three times the size of the backyard so it's just a little little tiny patch of grass but
3: I guess if you own an animal it's nice if they have yeah. grass yeah.
0: And,
1: and I've mentioned the, the fact that recently on this show recently that I went on a road trip with my parents and they had a map book oh, I'm like what? we don't need the Rand McNally no <laughs> we don't need <laughs> that
2: yeah, my grandma still has one in her car, but I don't know if she uses it. I think she just, like, just has it.
3: Well, my Gen- dad, like, gets frustrated with me, like, uh-huh. kind of frequently, and he's like, you need to know how to read a map. Like, I'm like, I, I get it. Like, I can read a map on my phone, but like, genuinely, uh-huh. it's just like, what if it doesn't work? Like, I don't know. We could just hypothesize of all the things that would fail, yeah, and all yeah. the skills I should have. What happens? Yeah. What,
0: what, what, yeah, what happens if yeah the map catches fire? Or my <laughs> eyeballs fall out. Or...
3: Exactly. Technology
2: of all kinds. Well, what if
0: there's major volcanic activity and nothing's in the same place? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah some shifting of the plate. I yes. I yes. feel yes.
2: like maps, like the, these old maps that are these paper maps. Like, do they even have like up to date ones anymore? Like,
0: oh yeah, you can still buy them in gas stations.
2: Up to date maps.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) How up to date? Like, frame and put on your wall like (laughs) Like, as decoration. Like up to date as of yesterday, or just
2: like you could just say like, (laughs) like like you could put in the pizza place that you want to go to. Because oh. that's why well, I, yeah, I wanted it to have a pinpoint location. You want,
0: to, you want to be able to talk to it and have it tell you, <laughs> okay, really now can't. turn left. Yeah, exactly. No, they don't have paper maps yet that do that. Yeah. But they do come out with a new edition every year or so. Yeah.
1: The other day I was driving around um, what was once a Wide World of map store. It's now a marijuana dispensary, which kind of shows the shift in our times. What
0: up? Yeah, I, um.
3: <laughs> I mean, but it, it's worth it. I think, you know, the yeah, shift yeah. is worth it. We're innovating, you know, yeah. adults have more forums in which to express their stress and, you know, hatred of the world. Yeah, they yeah. don't have and to each keep other. it all bottled yeah. up inside. Yeah, we don't have to keep it bottled up. Yeah. In our, and
1: we are all lucky uh, as adults to have this podcast to express our opinions and frustrations. Yeah, uh, so. So. yeah,
0: With the and, world, and now that pretty much every adult has a podcast, I think we're, we'll see some some real movement. I feel
1: like an adult right now. Me too. Because yeah, uh, yeah. And I think that's a good place to end with us all feeling
0: like <laughs> yeah. adults. Yes, yes. <laughs> we
3: did it. We answered. We adulted.
0: We're adults. Let's eat a bunch of candy and stay up all night.
3: Let's drink a soda before bed. Yeah. Because I know yeah. I'm going to.
0: I'm going to take out some scissors and just run around with them.
3: Maybe even cut my hair. Yeah. Leave a big, I... bald patch. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's definitely a rite of passage.
3: Yeah. Definitely.
0: So we... Traditionally, like to uh, like to end the show with some plugs. So, projects you have, or where can people go online to find out more about you, or you know, what's your your favorite type of sailboat? <laughs> um, so, Meredith, we'll start with you. What uh, what do you have coming up, or?
3: Well, thanks for asking. Um, You're welcome. So my roommate slash best friend and I just started a podcast called When Myers Met Briggs. Mm-hmm. And um, we're big Myers-Briggs type indicator enthusiasts. So it's really just like us synthesizing like information about Myers-Briggs and like having conversations. Mm. It, it's conversational. So much like this, more directed towards Myers-Briggs. All right. Yeah. So check it out. It's on iTunes. It's on SoundCloud. When Myers Met Briggs. And um, I'm on an improv team called Haven's Tafting that's going to have a run at the Torch Theater in Phoenix in January.
0: Oh, fun. Right.
3: So every Saturday at 8 if you're interested in that. And... um, All right.
2: Kayla speaking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Meredith and I are both on an improv team called Radish. And you can... See us perform occasionally at The Torch.
3: This Friday at 8.30. Um,
2: Yes, and we will be there at 8.30 on Friday.
0: November 27th. Yeah, I won't
3: be there. And December 4th as well. Yes,
0: 8.30. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And
2: you can also find me on Twitter, Amity Hands on Twitter. So I post a lot of sad tweets, so check it out. (laughs)
1: <laughs> All right, Rick, Rick. What do you have going on?
0: Um, let's see. What do I have going on? Um, I will be in December, um, performing on I believe it's the twelfth. It's the second Friday, whatever that works out to be numerically. Must be the. I know it's not the thirteenth because we just had a Friday the thirteenth. But uh, well,
3: the first is a Friday, right? January 1st? Or is it no, December? No, December. Oh, sorry. I'm you said skipped. December
0: 4th. Yeah. So seven days from that 11th. would be the 11th. So that's right. I knew that. December 11th is, uh, is the regular uh, monthly Apollo 12 show. Um, I will be this weekend performing in the Improvised Book Club. We've been reading, or in my case, rereading the Kurt Vonnegut classic Mother Night about a guy who pretends to be a Nazi during the war so that he can uh, send messages to the Allies and then um, basically is never allowed to admit that he isn't. So, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, it's a pretty crazy book, but um, it's a lot of fun. It's maybe his darkest book, but it should make a great, funny, uplifting show. Um... And I'm also on Twitter at rlarson4, also on Instagram at rlarson4, and I think that's it for the things that I'm at. Oh, also on GitHub, if you want to read my uh, my code samples. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jeff, what do you have coming up.
1: Oh, um, follow me on Twitter, please. Uh, it's at jcardello, so j-c-a-r-d-e-l-l-o. And then, um, I write for The Hard Times, so go check out thehardtimes.net and, um, those are my main plugs.
0: Alright, awesome.
1: Are you okay? We have some, <laughs> someone dying in the studio. Oh, no.
0: Another ghost! In, in the haunted studio. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> She's <laughs> oh, if she had already been a ghost, then she could have double died. Yeah. I don't no. know what happens then but. <laughs> oh. well, thanks again for thank you.
1: yeah thank you for joining today. us yep yeah,
0: it's a and enjoy the rest of your internet.